there. This is Poldark Fancast, a podcast that's sometimes about Poldark, and we are your hosts. I'm Michelle. I live in the States. You can find me at Poldark Muses on Tumblr, and I tweet at Musings. And my name is Rita. I live in England. I am on Tumblr at Princess of Poldark, and I tweet at Rita Bites. And welcome back to another quarantine mini We are still here. Still. Still here. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong, we enjoy it, but we're ready for this whole coronavirus thing to end. Vaccinate me, bitch. Seriously. Um, so anyhow, we're we're here every week during the coronavirus crisis with a new mini-sized podcast to listen to, where we discuss something we watched that week. This week, we watched I Capture the Castle. But before we tell you what we thought of the movie, let's do some learning in our Wikipedia corner. Yes, it's time to learn some shit. Yes. I Capture the Castle is a 2003 British film directed by Tim Fywell. It is based on the 1948 novel of the same title by Dodie Smith, with the screenplay written by Heidi Thomas, who would later go on to write Cranford and create and write Call the Midwife. Oof. Big guns. Oof. Major big guns. Uh, the film follows 17-year-old Casas Casasa. Cassandra. Cassasa sounds like a really cool name, yeah. though, Cassasa. My name's Cassasa. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> 17-year-old Cassandra Mortman, um, played by Romola Gari. Did I just completely mangle that? I'm sure I No, did. that was correct. Holy did cow. It. Wow. First time. High five, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> and her eccentric family struggling to survive in genteel poverty in a decaying English castle. The characters include her father, a novelist with writer's block. Oh, boy, do I relate with that. Um, played <laughs> by Bill Knight. Hopefully you haven't attacked anybody with a knife, though. No, no, I have not done that. Um, her older sister, Rose, played by Rose Byrne, who rails against her fate and hopes to marry for money, and their bohemian stepmother, Topaz, an ex-model still apt to sunbathe in the nude, played by Tara Fitzgerald. The possibility of salvation seems to loom in the form of their wealthy American landlord, Simon Cotton, played by Henry Thomas, and his brother, Neil, played by Riley from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a.k.a. Yeah. Mark Blucas. What a name. Um, <laughs> Sounds like mucus. You know, then... it, it makes me wonder whether or not his name was actually Mark B. Lucas, but there was somebody else in <laughs> the Screen Actors Guild with that name, so he just went, Blucas. <laughs> uh, I really, really hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> The novel the movie is based on was the first novel by British author Dodie Smith, written during the Second World War when she and her husband Alec Beasley, also British and a conscientious objector, were living in California. She longed for home and wrote of a happier time, unspecified in the novel apart from a reference to living in the 1930s. Smith was already an established playwright and later became famous for writing the children's classic... The 101 Dalmatians. Holy, you might have heard of it. Holy cow! 
She's famous. Seriously. Um, since its publication, the novel has remained extremely popular in England. In 2003, the novel was listed at number 82 in the BBC survey to find the nation's most loved novel of all time, The Big Read, and regularly makes it into top 100 novel lists. As for adaptations, Smith adapted her own novel into a two-act play, as you would, because she was a playwright, uh, and she added musical notes in 1954. In 1963, Disney announced plans to film an adaptation <laughs> with Hayley Mills from the oh. original Parent Trap. I love Hayley Mills! I do too. However, Disney never produced the film, and uh, you can tell why if you actually watch it. Um, yeah. In 2015, a BBC Radio 4 adaptation was broadcast. It starred Holiday Granger as Cassandra and Toby Jones as Mortimer. But as of now, this remains the only film or television production of the novel and it was a very successful one. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 80% fresh rating, and it was nominated at the British Independent Film Awards. So, (laughs) you had never heard of this film, so I don't know why I'm asking you. You were like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) No, I had never heard of the film or the book. Somebody wrote in and suggested we do this film and i was like oh this film because i had <laughs> i read the book when i was well it was before the film came out so i was either 12 or 13 and i had a reaction um we can talk about it now this scene yes. where uh, cassandra and uh, simon kiss horrified mm-hmm. my little 12 year old heart i was like no and i shoved the book across the room i was like do i even want to finish this this is disgusting <laughs> oh my gosh and uh um, I, I had a similar reaction to that scene in the movie yeah um it's hard to tell if that's intentional or if i'm supposed to find it romantic um i think in the book now nobody hold this to like i may be wrong like i haven't read it since but <laughs> i think cassandra's actually even younger than she is in the film <laughs> and like problematic it's problematic as fuck yeah and also like <laughs> e- even even if there wasn't a gigantic age gap and experience gap there that's her sister's fiance. <laughs> yes. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have a sister, but I am horrified and a little judgmental. There we go. That was, uh, mm. that was, little 12 year old retail was not down. Um, <laughs> but I did finish reading the book and I was like, oh, thank God they don't end up together. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> oh, gosh. So, so what did you think of what did you think of the movie in compare you know since you've read the book? I really like I like the movie. Um it's weird because I do like the book but I don't really like the 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 romance of it, but it's really funny and sweet and there's a castle and everyone's like eccentric and like silly and I like that. 
Um, and like rewatching it as an adult now, I am slightly less judgmental of Cassandra. I'm like, <laughs> um, she just kissed a guy that was hitting on her that she was attracted to. The real problem here is Simon. What the fuck are you doing, son? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I really like, really, really like Rose Burns' um, performance in this. And Rose as a character has really grown on me in the intervening times. She is <laughs> fabulous. What about you? Uh, not so much. <gasps> Gasp. I kept checking the time. <laughs> it's a very... And that's never a good... That's never a good sign. Two hours is too long for this movie, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yes. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I kept checking the time to see if we were getting near the end. And I still remember the first time I checked it, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ten minutes. Oh, God. Um, it was all right. I mean, Henry Cavill was worth watching it, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, there's, he's he very, takes he's, his shirt off. That's worth your two hours right there. <laughs> He's very pretty, um, and his cheeks are very red. Yes. <laughs> and he's quite adorable. Um, but I, you know, and I appreciate the eccentricities of the family. Um, you know, I had no problems in dealing with that. But I think the thing that I found bothersome was, number one, the minute that I, the two Americans entered the the scene i said rose is gonna wind up with the the second brother yeah i mean the minute that they showed up because you know it was following you know the the typical uh dare i say um austin rule book for romantic comedy two people see each other they don't like one another you know yada 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 at some point something changes you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, But um, not often yes. do you get somebody screaming about bears and then jumping on a lady in Jane Austen. So, That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. Because why, why mean, have the, it go normally? <laughs> I'm a big fan of slapstick, um, although I can't stand the Three Stooges, so I don't know what that says about me. Um, <laughs> anyhow, um, I appreciated the slapstick comedy that we saw in there. The the scene with the two furs was probably my favorite um, in, in the whole book or the whole movie. Um, you know, especially when, you know, they go to London to go and, uh, you know, claim these furs that have been, you know, refrigerated and blah, blah, blah. And get them and it's like, Oh, dear God, what are they wearing? They really did look like they were in fancy dress as animals. Yeah, yeah. Basically, all they needed was like a, a bear head and a monkey head. <laughs> they would have had Halloween knocked out of the park. No problem. Um, but yeah, so that was, I mean, that there were there were funny, entertaining moments, but I, it, I just found myself waiting for it to end. <laughs> Um, I think, like, that's how I felt when I first watched it. Um, 
Uh-huh. And it's improved to me on second watch, I think, because I had such low expectations. <laughs> I remember hating it. And then, um, like, in this, I was just like, just focus on all the other characters and ignore the Cassandra <laughs> Simon thing. Um, and um, all the other performances were really strong. It's just a shame that I was grossed out for the majority of it. Um, I will say that because the the book is done in like first person, um, it's almost like a diary. I think it might be a diary. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot twist of Rose running off with his brother is makes it's more of a shock when you haven't because you don't get those really obvious moments that you get in the mm-hmm. novel. Well, not the novel, the film where you're like they're fucking flirting in front of everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why is everybody so surprised? Um Christ. Everyone except Henry Cavill is like they hate each other. Yeah. And you're like oh. <laughs> And he's like Do they? Don't think so. Don't think so. Nope. Um so favorite characters and performances. Uh okay. I adore Henry Cavill in general. Um, his existence yeah. brings meaning to my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I saw him in um, was he's in The Count of Monte Cristo, <laughs> which is like yes. the year before. So this is a long sustained <laughs> crush, people. The, what was this like? Yes. 18, 18 years of my life, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> 18 years of thirst um and it was really weird watching this because i was like he looks so young i feel uncomfortable perving on him um (laughs) but he's just so beautiful and all the scenes where romola is like staring at him like i don't see it (laughs) um yeah i wanted to to walk up to her and go are you on crack what is your what Look at this perfect human being. Look at him. Uh, And he (laughs) buys you chocolate, for fuck's sake. Yes. Uh, Yes. And also... And he buys her a wireless, which was so sweet. I, like, am very angry. I'm hashtag team Steven. I remember, like, when I read the book, I was really into that character as well, because he seemed so into her when no one else paid her any attention. Yeah, and he bought mm-hmm. that wireless, and he worked for that wireless, and mm-hmm. she just fucking kissed her sister's fiance like yeah. a bitch. Yeah, suck it, Cassandra. Yeah. I hope he runs off with everyone in London. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he does. Good for him. I hope he's getting as <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, I know you mentioned how much you liked um, Rose Byrne's portrayal of Rose in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I found her to be delightful for a character that I wound up not liking as much um, as I did in the beginning. Um, as the film goes on, um, but I, uh, I think this is a tale of capitalism destroying her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She gets a taste of you know, like multiple pairs of of uh, stockings, and you know that's all she wrote. <laughs> to be fair, it made her quite depressed. There's that scene where she's like, "Oh yes, taking her makeup in the mirror," and she's a broken woman. Um, yes. 
Yeah. That's how I think Melania Trump feels on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just sympathetic to the fact that everyone in her family is absolutely batshit insane and doing nothing to help them make money. Mm -hmm. And so she is just desperate. Mm -hmm. This is a desperate girl clinging to anything. Um, And she does end up making the right choice in the end. Um, In the book, I Mm -hmm. don't think they make Simon go to their wedding. (laughs) I think they just elope. (laughs) The fact that that happens is insane when he's like standing up as the best man at their wedding. I was like, ah, that's a bit cold. That's a bit much. I think they ran off to California to become ranchers or something. Um, uh, much more. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really like her, her makeover as well. It was like, what are you doing? Your hair was glorious. Why did you cut it off? Yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I loved her hair and it just broke my heart to see it all chopped yeah. off. And she, and quite frankly, she just kind of, became the, her, her hairstyle just became ordinary yeah you know as before it was you know it was really extraordinary uh, as with some of her outfits um, in this oh my god the the, the pink <laughs> <laughs> she gets so offended when nightmare? you call it theatrical and i'm like that is an understatement honey oh my god oh yeah then the the pink uh disaster the, with the the crowning the 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 yeah. feather on the top was just like oh but seriously? like next to the feather was like some grapes because you have to have fruit as yes. well i mean yes oh that dress was hideous i also loved as yeah. like the shot of them all walking into the hall and her just standing there apart from everyone in her little ring skirt because <laughs> she takes up so much space oh my oh. god that was hilarious whoever came up with that dress like give them an oscar for costume design <laughs> well you done really, well you really done. did it uh. <laughs> oh god um well i um have always been a bill nye fan um I absolutely adore him, and it was it was lovely to see him in something where he was younger, you know, than the the depictions that I've seen of him in other films, uh, more recent films. Um, I do think this was probably the earliest film of his that I've seen. Um, which we now have to check when. Love actually came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I actually think it came out after this. Same year. Same year? Really? Wow. But it might have been like a few months later because it was a Christmas movie. Okay, um, okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, that was the first movie that I ever saw him in, um, Love Actually. And I just fell in love yeah. with his character. <laughs> oh, gosh. But uh, I thought he did a great job in this Um uh, he was he was really a, a sad uh, sad character, and um, you know I was distressed to learn of the whole um, attacking the wife with the knife and you know especially when they said you know you know what what it's like when he loses his temper and it was you know it's like okay well this guy he basically murdered his wife um, which 
is something that we would be uh, horrified by. Apparently not if you're a Poldark viewer. You're supposed to just accept it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I ever accepted it. But I think they wanted you to be like, yeah, he's done his time. Let's let it go. Exactly. Exactly. It's a happy ending. Never question anything ever. Yeah. Which is like, nope, sorry. Mm -mm. Um, Anyhow, um, love him. Um, Also uh, thought that... I love the little brother. Yes. <laughs> he was adorable. Oh, I um, love that scene where um, Rose is, she like ha- holds the candle up to the goggle very dramatically. Um, and he's like, yes, it's all right. Rose is dabbling in the occult. <laughs> <laughs> that kid delivered uh, it perfectly. Oh, God. Yeah, that was adorable. Um, let's see. Who else is in here? Uh, well, you know. Obviously, we you can look through the cast list and see folks that pop up, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, David Bamber, who was yes. the vicar. Um, you know, we had um, uh, Sarah Woodward, who was Lita, um, our dear Stevens uh, patron S. Uh, yeah, bleh. she yeah. had a great bob. My, my thoughts but... exactly. She... <laughs> what is it with all of the? <laughs> taking advantage of children going on i i know right um and i think the um when they were in the department store the the lady that was like we don't do second um yes. second hand items um, yes i think that was dolly <laughs> from dracula um she played agatha i was like oh. you have a bit part here and you look amazing with these curls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, we talked about Romola. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the main character. Oh, my um, God. I yes. love her as an actress. I've seen... She does yeah. a lot of period drama, so I can't really help it, but I've seen a lot of her work. And she's just... <laughs> spectacular and everything obviously excellent and emma and you know dirty dancing havana nights <laughs> the dirty dancing sequel it was amazing have you not seen it oh, no i can happily say i, I have saw not. it in cinemas it's really quite fun it's set around the cuban revolution <laughs> oh wow um <laughs> It's actually, like, got really good music, and it's fun. These people cannot dance very well. (laughs) You know, if you want something to cheer you up, watch Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, and you might learn a little something um, about the revolution. (laughs) Or not. Probably not. It has a little cameo by um, the late, great Light of Our Lives, original Dirty Dancing star. Oh, Patrick Swayze. The sways, um, <sighs> yeah. Technically, this isn't it. This is like a prequel because yeah. I was going to say I thought that that the Dirty Dancing was set in the sixties. Yeah, and she's an atonement, the, and the hour just amazing, just amazing work. Who did Give she her, play? Who did she play in Atonement? Um, the older version of the world's meanest bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They put a little mole on her and they were like, see, it's older Brainy. There we go. Okay. All right. 
Oh, yeah. I know. I I loved Atonement. I mean, it was heartbreaking AF. Yes. Um, but that was an amazing movie. Um, now I agree. Um, everything that I've seen um, Romola in, I've really liked. I I love the version of Emma that she did. Yeah. I mean, if if we hadn't done the one that had just come out this year, yeah, uh, that would have been the one that I would have wanted to watch again. Um, it it was just it was just marvelous. I Hell, that. I may have to watch that one anyway because you know. Let's all just do it for fun. Um, yeah, you know we're gonna be stuck in indoors for indoors a while, forever. So, uh, at least until they are able to kick out all of these um, doses of vaccines. But uh, but hey, at least there is a vaccine that's ninety percent effective, which is amazing. Um, but anyway. Sorry. Um, what about Henry Thomas and Mark Blucas? Blucas. <laughs> you know, I just can't see Henry Thomas and not think E.T. E.T., yeah. yeah. I can't do it. You can't do it. Even in, can't um, do it. what was he? Even with that little, that little chin scruff oh, that he had. I love the jokes about his facial hair that were in this movie because it was a, just a curse upon <laughs> humanity. Uh, um, yes, the chin scruff. He was quite good in The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, it's like the prequel to the Bly Manor one everyone was watching. It's scary, so you it's probably not your vibe. Yeah, yeah no, no. Oh, Jack, hello. Hi, Jack. Uh, everybody meet Jack the cat. Jack the cat is a very needy cat, especially when I kick him out of my room at night because he sleeps on my head. <laughs> that's why we love jack um favorite moments i know you're gonna struggle to think of some but <laughs> um well we've talked about you know a couple of them you know the whole bear scene which um i thought was hysterical um mm-hmm. and you know from from my uh perspective the bear scene starts with their trip to london to yeah that whole little progression through the store was very impressive. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, loved that. Um, I loved the opening when um, uh, the father had the two girls in hand and they're running towards this magical looking castle. And then he said, you know, how would you like to live there? You know, or live here. And I was just like, oh, wow. The magic of a castle. Oh my gosh! Until your kids lock you inside of the tower. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I I mean, I absolutely loved it. I was, and when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then it was like, oh. No, because it's mostly focusing on a romance that completely flops. Um, Yeah. 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 One of my (laughs) favourite scenes is actually right at the beginning where Rose packs her suitcase and walks out in the middle of the rain and then (laughs) Cassandra says you can't go on the streets in the depths of Suffolk (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was just really funny there's lots of like little lines in here that are really hilarious and just 
It's like, could we just have more family interaction? Because I think that's my favorite part. I just love all of the kids, like, shitting on each other, basically. Oh, and any other time, like, Topaz was naked, I thought was really funny. When she's like, she does does it so that she doesn't feel the emotional distress in her heart. She's just like, no, I'm going to just strip naked. It is what it is. I'm going to dance sky clad. <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I, I'm grasping at straws here. You talk about some of your favorite moments. Um, there's that one scene where Henry Cavill is splashing water on himself and it goes into slow motion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it for obvious reasons, but also because it then goes to Cassandra's face, who's she her face is all red and she's like i just don't get it he's not hot and i'm like oh go you go you you like him you're just not like it's just a purely <laughs> physical thing and not an emotional thing which uh yeah fair fair yeah but he yeah. is handsome and oh lord yes i just <laughs> i just I'd, I'd watch this movie again just to see his handsome face be handsome <laughs> You know, can we get a Steven supercut that's just him being like, let's go out in the bluebells, Cassandra. (laughs) You're like, yes, go out in the bluebells. He's perfect. Age appropriate (laughs) romances. Um, But I do like, I do quite like all of the Neil and Rose interactions on the down low. I was like, these two have chemistry uh, more than oh yeah, more than anyone else in the movie. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, I was like, what if there was a version of this movie where we could actually watch them interact more? <laughs> Wouldn't that be better than watching the weird, awkward slow dancing of Cassandra and Simon? Ugh. Yes. <sighs> Anything would be better than that. Um, and th- there was that scene where um, she's talking to her brother, and he he's like, "Oh, she sent me this letter," and he just—it's an itemized list of all her purchases and how much they cost. But she added them up mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like okay, that is a that is a cry for help right there. <laughs> I think that's from the book. I remember reading that and being like, "Oh, she is miserable." Um. Yeah, yeah. She is. She is just replaying all of this in an effort to try and make herself feel better. And the truth of the matter is, baby, you screwed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the thing is, like, as the movie goes on, I feel more sympathy for Rose and less for Cassandra mm-hmm. because, like, yeah. at least, like, Rose is doing this for everyone. She's being selfless. You know, <laughs> she really is like, she's like, I got you food on the table, bitch. Why are you complaining? And then Cassandra's all like, but I want to make out with your fiance. So this is all good for me. Um, and it would be fine if he gave a shit about her, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he's no. like at the end when they're talking about a whole scene at the end where he's basically like, we could just be companions. I'm like, oh god, like, boy, bye. That is like worse than him not 
being interested. That is him being like, yeah. let's be friends. It's like, no, that's <laughs> terrible. That will crush her emotionally and she'll be crippled for life. Yes, yes. And I was very proud of her for saying, uh, uh hell no. no. Um, the only way <laughs> the it could have been. Why no. didn't you get with Steven? Okay? He is both rich and hot now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it broke my heart to see him, uh, you know, completely devoted to her. I mean, he, you know, with the exception of, you know, the, the patroness. <laughs> um, but, you know, he was, he was sweetly devoted to her. And she was just kind of like, meh. How do you meh him? He is both attractive and nice. Thank you. Attractive and nice. How often do you get somebody that beautiful that is nice? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. He's so young with his little shiny red cheeks. Oh, Cassandra, why don't you just love me? (laughs) Uh, And the fact that he, like, sorted everything out and went and spoke to... Like, that speaks of, like, an emotional maturity mm-hmm. that st- stupid Simon and his stupid goatee will never have. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Anything you didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> she cracks her knuckles. <laughs> Get ready. Um, you know, I just, I did not find, you know, after the whole kissing the future brother-in-law thing my sympathies for cassandra just kind of went out the window to be quite honest um you know one kiss and she is madly in love with this man ridiculous i mean yes it's her first kiss but were you wildly in love after your first kiss but maybe it's because we kissed age-appropriate people that barely knew what they were doing yeah Uh. yeah yeah, no, not really. Um, <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. A kiss is for... just like people touching each other with, li- like, she kissed uh, Stephen later and it wasn't, like, world changing, you know. No. She was just exactly. horny. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I wouldn't blame her with, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, my, my sympathies for her just never really kind of resumed, especially, especially, you know, I, I appreciated the fact that she told Simon to kiss off, um, you know, and, and thought to myself, okay, she has, she has at least enough self, um, you know, self-love to do that and not agree to his ridiculous standards um you know and why would anybody you know if if you continue to claim that you're in love with your brother's now wife uh no and you're and you're offering to marry the sister well yeah i really Um, question why simon even loves rose in the first place He, he says he loves her and i'm like no, Neil loves her because he actually knows mm-hmm. who she is. He sees through all yeah. the bullshit and the playing mm-hmm. to get attention. And they're just yeah. like, oh, she's scrappy. 
I assume <laughs> that that appeals to him because he is also somebody who is he's like, scrappy too. Wants to achieve his own shit and become mm-hmm. a rancher and work his way up. Yep. Um, Simon yeah. is like the complete opposite of that. Maybe he's <sighs> he's just dumb. I think Simon is the worst, and I hashtag yeah. am Team Simon. Team Simon for life. You're Team Simon. Oh, Team Stephen. This is confusing. Oh. Oh, dear Lord, I was going to say, uh, you just, never mind. Um, Mistakes happen. But, yeah. Um, so, you know, I was, I was happy that she at least had, you know, a, enough self-respect to, to say, you know, bye. Boy, bye. Uh, no th- thanks, but no thanks. Um, you know, the, I had sympathies for Steven the entire time. Um, and really wanted Cassandra to kind of come around and realize that, you know, Stephen was a wonderful person. And, uh, you know, because I am a hopeless romantic. Um, and the two of them look very pretty together. So, uh, you know, that's, I was kind of hoping that, but, you know, it's like, no, she couldn't because she was in love with Simon, who is a piece of shit. So... I just, I, I found myself, uh, unsatisfied. What you're describing to me is exactly the reaction I had when reading the book at 12 years old, which makes me think oh, that God. this may be the greatest adaptation of all time, because it does make <laughs> you feel all of the things that you feel when you read the book, which is mm-hmm. hugely disappointed. <laughs> you're yeah. like, this yeah. is going well, and then the Americans <laughs> showed up. oh god um oh lord i hope that this is not this is not something telling me that i i have uh devolved it to having the emotional capacity of 12 year old uh, rita (laughs) well 12 year old period not not 12 year old rita um yeah but maybe i've not been trapped in the house that long 12 year old rita (laughs) was just smart and right about everything because she knew that you should not make out with adults well yeah i mean that's just disgusting yeah oh god he was gross oh so problematic um do you think that they tried to age simon down a bit to kind of try and avoid the whole um y'all you shouldn't be kissing on this youngin here period I don't if they tried, Sir. it did not work. He seemed middle aged. Um oh. I think what they oh. what they did is just tried to make Cassandra older. Like as I explained, I think yeah. she only turned sixteen in the in the book. Oh, okay. Which makes Okay. Yeah, the and they did her. say that she was eighteen. And yeah, they made I, I think the first time I watched this I was like, Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. Oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> I see what you're trying because the subject is problematic as hell, but it still doesn't work. She's gonna have to be 25 before this is acceptable. <laughs> oh gosh. But I think like I'm glad. Um, one of the things I felt rewatching it now was like she is really making terrible life choices. Um. Uh-huh. And making out with people she shouldn't. And in many respects, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that appeals to me because <laughs> 18 year old Rita was doing the same as much as I judged her for it when I was 12 when I was her age doing similar shit so <laughs> maybe they captured the essence of being an idiot when you're 18 <laughs> Oh my god, that's perfect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and maybe I'm reacting to it so so not harshly, but just with a, a heavy dose of men <laughs> is uh, <laughs> because I'm thinking back to when I was 18, and yes, you're like, I wish I didn't do that shit, I was, but I did. <laughs> I was an idiot. <laughs> I was an idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> god. Oh, gosh. So, what would you give this film out of ten? Uh, I'll give it a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I'm going to bump that up to four because Henry... Henry Cavill. Cavill. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And the th- yeah, he, he gets like three <laughs> of the four stars. Everyone else, <laughs> I'm sorry you're just not as beautiful as him. <laughs> Actually, I remember there's the scene where he walks into the room with the guy that plays Riley, and I was literally thinking, God, that man looks ugly next to Henry Cavill. (laughs) (laughs) And that man is quite an attractive, regular-looking man, but he just looked like his face looked mangled next to the perfection. (laughs) And I was like... I mean, mean, you you think of... The definition of chiseled jaw, and there would be a picture of Henry Cavill. It's like it does, the jaw doesn't get more square than that. Honestly, perfect casting because Greek god. Yes, mm-hmm. you cut ca- you cast Henry. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. So I would give this like a six and a half to maybe a seven. Mm. Um. Wow. Because on rewatch. I laughed at it a lot more. Um, I -hmm. tried to ignore the things I hated. Um, (laughs) Sort of like, you know, a a fresh relationship where you can ignore the bad things and just focus on the good stuff. Um, And that was Henry Cavill. (laughs) Henry Cavill was perfect. He was hot. (laughs) There were scenes where he was wet. Um... And yeah, he's he's sympathetic through the entire through the entire. Even movie. when the plot twist that he's sleeping with that lady, you're like, "Yeah, son, get it. <laughs> You've been rejected by the one girl you like. You exactly. can sleep with who you I'm like." I'm gonna drown my sorrows in the arms of another exactly. woman. And because she's older, and get paid, he's gonna I... learn some shit. <laughs> All I'm saying is Cassandra's going to want to take another look when she's in her mid-twenties. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is my hope, that, that, you know, as she continues to grow, that she understands some of the, some of the mistakes that she made and, uh, you know, that in some way, you know, maybe Stephen will re-enter her life and she'll look upon him with Maybe while eyes. she's at the cinemas, she'll be like, oh shit, he... Oh, oh shit, he famous. <laughs> um. 
that oh oh my and i think like that one of the good things about this movie is yes she's a complete idiot for most of it but by the end you're kind of like yeah okay okay fair enough you're young you'll learn um (sighs) you know it's like dealing with an actual teenager when they apologize you're like okay fine yeah it's not that big a deal yeah you'll get over it (laughs) (laughs) okay well anyhow we got an email so time to read it um Okay. The subject line was, is it too soon to rewatch Poldark? <laughs> and that was a rhetorical question, naturally. Uh, they said, I'm asking because I've enjoyed your classic Poldark commentaries so much and wonder if you might be up for doing fan commentaries for the 2015 series. Please. <laughs> there weren't enough DVD commentaries, in my humble opinion. Greatly enjoying your Quarantine parties, smiley face, best wishes, Emma. P.S. Based in the UK, but keeping everything crossed for the election, Michelle, along with the rest of the world. (laughs) This was sent before we got the results in, obviously. Yes, yes. Or or as uh, uh, the current occupant of the White House would would say, false! (laughs) (laughs) Wrong! Bad, wrong, <laughs> terrible. Oh gosh. Well, um, I think I would be up for rewatching season one again. But I, I, it may, and maybe, maybe even season two. But I would have to draw the line there. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I will do season one in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Season two. Okay. It's going to be awkward to talk during the potential rape scene, but yeah. I'll do it. Um, yeah. But I draw the line at season three rewatch. Okay. I cannot do that to you or me nope. or anybody listening. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. That, that is, <laughs> uh, if we do do that, I think maybe next year would be a good time. Like, fresh yeah. start, get back mm-hmm. to the Poldark. Yes. yes. Watch some nice season one action. Mm-hmm. We up I mean, for it. I've had a couple of friends who have wound up uh, circling around a pole dart during the uh, the quarantine, and I, <laughs> one of them was my hairdresser, uh, who I adore, and uh, <laughs> I, I get this series of texts from him, <laughs> like just this, this text blast. You were telling me about Polar. Oh my god, I just started watching it. Oh my god, it is so good. <laughs> I was like, just you whoa. wait, hon. It's like, whoa. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I look forward to the next time I get my hair done because we will have all kinds of stuff to gabble on about. You um, need <laughs> to know what his Elizabeth opinions are. Oh, yes, that absolutely. That is how you determine a friendship, in my opinion, is. <laughs> How do you feel about Elizabeth? <laughs> Can we continue to be friends? <laughs> oh, and then one of my coworkers had started watching it, um, you know, before the quarantine happened, and then got caught up on everything. And <laughs> she was she oh she I'll have to find the text that she sent me regarding season five. Because it was hilarious. Um, but anyway. I think what we need to do is 
like interview people who binge watch the entire thing because can you imagine what a different experience that is where you don't have to wait 18 months between season one and season two they can just swallow the whole thing in one gulp i wonder what that's like i wonder if you hate elizabeth as much because (laughs) 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 you you're not like waiting for years to see a show and then getting loads of elizabeth instead and they would need to. They, I th- I think they would need to be folks who had never read the books either. Yeah. So you know we're just getting their thoughts straight off of the television series alone. Yeah. Um, and like, what do they think about all the riots? Do they notice that there's mm-hmm. seven? Could you if you binge watch this show and you see riots every every few episodes? <laughs> you, go, you go. Okay. Uh, this has become a trope. On this show, <laughs> it's the riot trope. It's the, oh, it's Sunday! Time for another riot. Woohoo! <laughs> oh God! But yeah, that'll be fun to to look at maybe after the new year. Yeah, uh, let's just try and get through twenty twenty, people. <laughs> <laughs> we only have a few weeks left. I think we, I think we can do it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we can. Touch wood. I am touching my own head. Um. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, guys, uh, that's all from us for this week's uh, mini-sode. That it's almost been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Have you not seen Brooklyn? Brooklyn? I don't think so. Okay, everybody, this is your designated Brooklyn Googling uh, break. <laughs> Brooklyn... 2015. Oh, I have seen Brooklyn. Yes, everybody's seen Brooklyn. Yes. yes. <laughs> a romantic period drama yes. film. I yes. thought, like, let's continue on this 20th century yes. period drama love triangle between somebody that's hot and somebody that's not. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, this will be fun. This. This will be fun. This is good. Team Tony. Mm. Um. (laughs) let's see and if you have any other suggestions about what we should be watching after that or just want to chat then please get in contact you can message us on our blog uh, email us at poldarkfancast at gmail.com or find us on your social medias at poldarkfancasts except for tiktok haven't done that yet Mm -mm. and as ever do us a favor and rate and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your pods your your pods the pods podcast the pods <sighs> the pods so that are cast for... they're pods that are casts yes thank you so much for listening um wear your masks we're not out of this yet even with a vaccine we got a long way to go people and if you're in um, the uk stay at home yeah stay at home stay, stay at home like you know do it <laughs> And, um, you know, thanks, Emma, for your thoughts about the election. Uh, Really appreciate it. And uh, I'm feeling much better than I did last week. Anyway. The whole world is. Have a good one, people. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.